Acts chapter 16, 11 through 15 and 40. Paul and his companions therefore set sail from Troas and took a straight course to Samothrace. The following day in Neapolis, and from there to Philippi, which is a leading city of the district of Macedonia and a Roman colony. They remained in the city for some days. On the Sabbath day, they went, they went outside the gate by the river, where they supposed there was a place of prayer. And they sat down and spoke to the women who had gathered there. A certain woman named Lydia, a worshiper of God, was listening to us. She was from the city of Thyatira and a dealer in purple cloth. The Lord opened her heart to listen eagerly to what was said by Paul. When she and her household were baptized, she urged us, saying, If you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come and stay at my home. And she prevailed upon them. After leaving the prison, they went to Lydia's home. And when they had seen and encouraged the brothers and sisters there, they departed. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Good morning, church. Today is the third Sunday of our worship, uh, I'm sorry, our sermon series, Heroes of the Faith. In the past week, we discussed Deborah, the first and the last judge of the Egypt, the first and last female judge of the Israelites, and Rahab, a foreign lady who changed her fate with her faith and became part of Jesus' genealogy. And today we will focus on Lydia, an ordinary lady who is known for her hospitality. And next Sunday, we will focus on Queen Esther, who saved her people from a plot to destroy them. So to understand better who Queen Esther is, I encourage you, strongly encourage you to read the entire book of Esther for next Sunday, okay? Would you join me a prayer? Lord Jesus, thank you for your grace that has drawn us to the place where we can gather to worship, wrestle with your word, and grow in faith. Lord, guide my lips and tongues with your spirit. Open our hearts and minds to the movement of your spirit in this space. In Jesus' name we pray. <clears throat> Amen. <coughs> Have you ever traveled to foreign countries or another state that you never been to? Yeah, yeah. Traveling to a new place can bring us some anxiety. However, if you meet someone who is hospitable from the place that you visit, you're gonna have a positive impression about the country, the state, or city that you visit. My first impression of this country was very good. On the street, almost every person greeted me with a smile or saying hi, even though I was a stranger. And I still remember my first day of the school at my seminary. My school 
arranged a welcoming team to greet international students and help them go um, grocery shopping, open a bank account, and also get a cell phone. That was a huge help. And professors and staff were nice, and uh, some special occasion like Thanksgiving, some professors, they also invited international students for Thanksgiving dinner. That was bonus experience for me to explore this country and uh, Americans' culture. So I guess I thought to myself, yeah, this country was a good place to live. So maybe that made me stay in this country. The concept of hospitality is considered an important behavior in many different cultures and also churches. This is because hospitality often aimed at alleviating suffering, bring comfort, or simply providing a friendly presence to a stranger or someone in need. This has been a long-standing duty for the people of God. Because hospitality not only reflects the nature of God, who is love, but it is also about the loving others through Christ and making people feel special as a children of God. Throughout his ministry, Jesus taught and exemplified hospitality. He ate with the sinners, and he welcomed the children, and he taught his disciples to invite the lowly to the parties and welcome strangers. Jesus commanded us to go to the world and make disciples of Christ in order to fulfill the great commandment, practicing hospitality is key. However, even though we know practicing hospitality is important to share the Gospels, sometimes we feel difficult to practice hospitality, especially those who are not familiar with us, the strangers, because it requires us courage and effort. So let's dive into the story of Lydia, who is known for courageous hospitality, and learn how she extended God's kingdom through her actions of hospitality. In order to learn her hospitality, we first need to understand who Lydia was. According to the scripture, Lydia was originally from the city of Thyatira, located in Asia Minor, modern-day Turkey. However, she lived in Philippi, a part of the region of East Macedonia, modern-day Greece. Lydia was a dealer in purple clothes. In ancient time, purple clothes was valuable and expensive, considered luxurious items 
for the elites and nobles of the time, like Adamus, Gucci, Prada in modern day. Working in the trade of luxury goods, Lydia was probably a successful businesswoman and as a result, probably a wealthy and probably having a big house to accommodate many people. The scripture also tells us that she and her household were baptized. From this, we can assume that Lydia was clearly an influencer and respected person in her family. The scripture also describes her as a worshiper of God. and different translation, it says, God-fearer. It means that she sought the truth and she believed in God who created the universe and who brought the Israelites out of the bondage of slavery. After listening to Paul's message, Lydia became a believer of Christ by baptism. Even though her name Lydia only appears in the book of Acts throughout the Bible, and even though we have very little information about this lady, many scholars believe that it was Lydia, the first convert in Europe, that started the church in Philippi, and that church later became a church that always and eagerly supported to Paul's mission and ministry. So perhaps this is why Luke, the author of this book of Acts, felt that it is important that he introduces Lydia to us so that we can remember her, we can learn her hospitality. So now let's learn how she became an icon of hospitality. Firstly, Lydia had open hearts and open minds towards strangers. Today's scripture reading tells us briefly how Paul met Lydia. Actually, Paul's original plan was to revisit the brothers and sisters in Asia. However, one night, Peter received a vision of Macedonia by the Holy Spirit. And he changed his route and visited Philippi. Definitely, it was a new place for him. He'd never been there, so he had no connection at all. In verse 13, it says, on the Sabbath, we went outside the city gate to the river where we expected to find a place of prayer. We sat down and began to speak to the women who had gathered there. I want you to focus on the last sentence. We sat down and began to speak to the women who had gathered there. How come this happened? 
Paul and his companion were new in the area. As a visitor, they probably hold the map to figure out the direction where to go. Or sometimes they probably might stop some people and ask for directions. Or their appearance or the clothing itself simply gave a signal, a sign to the local folks that they were strangers. Let me ask of you, how many of you like to speak to strangers on the street? I don't think many do, so neither do I. But as we look at this scripture, Lydia, she had open minds and open hearts and then maybe Paul asked her direction, or maybe Lydia just saw you know, Paul and his compa companion who came across the river. And then maybe she reached out to him, or vice versa. Either way, Lydia had open minds and open hearts and invited them to join them and join her group and invited them to have a conversations. So that was the big part that we can learn from her. If she didn't have the open hearts and open minds, her conversion would not have happened. Secondly, Lydia not only opened her heart, but also opened her home to strangers. The scripture says that the Lord opened Lydia's heart to respond to Paul's message, and she got baptized and invited them to her home. Lydia could have said goodbye to Paul and his companion after receiving baptism, but she urged them to come her house and stay. Why? I think God granted her a hospitable heart to respond to her new faith in Christ. After listening to Paul's message and after being opened by the Holy Spirit, Lydia's view on her projections probably had been changed. And she was probably able to see a need which she didn't see before as she saw Paul and his missionary team. This is what the Holy Spirit work within us when we accept Christ as our Lord. As Christians, we do not claim what we have as ours, but God's because we know that God is a creator who created everything that we have. 
And God has ownership of what we have. And we are merely the stewards of God, of God's blessing. So Christians are encouraged to share what we have with others and strangers, like Lydia, as a way of responding to God's amazing grace and love they saved our souls. Dr. Bruce Molina interprets that Lydia's hospitality also creates a liminal space where strangers can move from outsider to insider. By inviting Paul and his companion into her house, Lydia cr created a space where Paul could develop a relationship with her and with other brothers and sisters who were eager to know about Christ. And her hospitality enabled Paul to change his status from outsider to insider. And her hospitality also invited herself and her family to the group of Jesus. Through her hospitality, her house became a hub where siblings in Christ found encouragement and had a fellowship together as it recorded in verse 40. Church, even though Lydia was a new believer, she didn't take a passive action to respond to God's grace and to respond to her faith. Instead, she obeyed, obeyed the word of God and she offered hospitality to strangers, Paul and his companions as the spirit led her. Furthermore, she continued to offer hospitality with her courage and effort to everyone who was eager to know about God. So her house became church. And her house became the first church in Europe. The church that continuously support Paul's mission and ministry and draw many people to close closer to God. Church, like Lydia, we are called to hospitality. We are called to hospitality by our Lord Jesus Christ. As I mentioned earlier, hospitality is one of God's nature, who is love. Some of you might have joined this church because of someone's hospitality, or you felt welcomed and belonged by this by the hospitality that our faith community offered to you. And now it is your turn to offer the hospitality that you have received from our brothers and sisters in Christ and by our Lord Jesus Christ to strangers, to those in need, and to our brothers and sisters who are struggling 
with your lives so that we can bring the gospel to the people, to more people, and then we can bring them closer to God, who is, I say, who is our Savior, who is our Creator, who is our Redeemer. So may our Lord grant us open hearts and open minds to the word, to strangers, and to those in need, and to all brothers and sisters. May our Lord provide us with the courage and open hearts to use our time, our resources, our gifts, and our relationships to share God's hospitality with all people on the earth and bring them closer to God. And may our church be a welcoming community, sharing the good news of Jesus with all. Amen.